Aria Hawani <laughs> tweeted it. That's what Josh is responding to. Josh is obsessed with Ariel Hawani. He's more obsessed with Ariel Hawani than you. Who's that? Well, I'm obsessed with him in a professional way. Who's oh, Ariel? Who's, well, who's Ariel Hawani? <laughs> okay, we can, Ariel that, we can, Hawani's right, went to her to yeah. All right, here's Josh. All right, Lily's gonna kick us off, and then we will start. are and welcome to another episode of the friday night movie podcast with a special quick guest joshua senor complaints or as they say senor quejo crew really how you say complaints quejo yeah a quejo is a complaint so that's if we're Josh's using nickname. other languages, you know, when I was in uh, high school, they gave me a different name. Shai, do you remember we had a teacher named Madame Gautier Blackburn, and she called me Josué. Josué, really? <laughs> that's a great name. Josue. I was like, why are you calling me Josué? It sounded like Jesus. Because in Spain, Josh is Josué, which I've heard too. So I should just Josue. call you Josué. That's a common name here. It's Josh. Um, it does sound so, like a saint's name. Uh, yeah, I guess. So Josh is here for a brief moment before he has to run. Um, and he, we had an, um, an emergency, a movie emergency that coincidentally Becky brought up and Josh brought up. It's like lightning bolt crashed in the heavens. And Josh had to appear on the podcast to talk about this preview. And it was tweeted, by the way, by fellow Herzliya High School alum. Graduate, yes. Ariel Hawani. Ariel Hawani. I've never met two people as obsessed with Ariel Hawani as Josh <laughs> and Lily. Talk about him constantly, <laughs> both of you. We do? Well, well, I would say that, in it, to be fair, he is um, one, probably one of the most famous um, MMA reporters and um it's like that sort of genre of sports reporters and that's the business that i'm in he is the most famous person to come from our high school since the writer charles krauthammer right i don't know why josh might be obsessed with him i think i'm guessing that's an exaggeration it could be an exaggeration yeah it could be an exaggeration on sorry's part and if you go back into the into the eons and i've i've uh, uh, I, I'm almost certain if it wasn't him, then it was lots of his friends. Uh, there was a brief period where I actually played full contact tackle football in a two team league called the JFL, the Jewish football league. And I believe Amazing. he might've been one of the players then. I remember Where's, going, where I remember is the games. screenplay for that movie? I remember going to those games, but I was not, I watched those games. I, I was definitely not physically able. You're delicate. delicate Josh was a lineman, saying. and Josh was by far one of the best players on that. He would play the down lineman both on Iron Man, offensive and defensive line. Were you just his cheerleader? Were we just watching I, on the sidelines? That's very I, cute. Cheerled for Josh, for sure. That's very cute. 
um, still are, I feel like, in life. Yeah, um, but get to your emergency, because Josh... So the emergency has... is that Ariel Hawani, although he is, you know, his main job is reporting on all things MMA, um, he did report recently on the new trailer for the remake of Home Alone, which I didn't really know that was happening. Josh brought it to our attention seconds after Becky was... Um, complaining about it and mesmerized by this like thing that's happening i don't know that i was and complaining i was just remarking on its existence i guess i guess you're right and josh brought it and up I, and I, was more, I was more opening up a discussion into the validity of its existence and it i think should not exist so it's so appropriate because this episode is about uh remakes we're talking about specifically gender reversal remakes but whatever we can go down the remake road for a second josh believes is it because it's sacred? It, the original perfection, it should never be remade? Okay, let me give you the example. If you want to go remake What Women Want because Mel Gibson <laughs> is canceled and... Sure. Helen and it's Hunt a cool concept. Whatever, like, yeah, fine, and go do cool it. Didn't do they a turn it into What Men Want? that was kind of funny. Exactly. It's, a gen- it's on my list. It's a gender reversal with Taraji yeah, so, Pansen. So exactly. So there you go. But, like, the original Home Alone absolutely stands the test of time. Hard to argue with uh, Joe Pesci, and I can't remember the other actor. Is Howard, not Howard Stern. <laughs> Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. <laughs> Howard Stern, that made no sense. Daniel Stern. <laughs> the voice of um, Fred Savage on The Wonder Years. <laughs> and other things. He's on Shrill as well recently. Um, he plays the dad in Shrill. Sorry, guys. I, I cut out for a second there, but... Uh... I thought you were just listening to Lily really I was gently. listening to Lily <laughs> And but, not uh, finding her funny. No, but, uh, oh, I don't know That's what you said, really but I'm weird. assuming you were finding the name of Daniel, the person. But Daniel Stern. Like, Daniel Stern. My go. brain. It is, it is like a near-perfect comedy that has aged so well. I showed it to my kids. We all laughed. And it's just, like, first of all, there's no way that kid is ever going to live up to the original Macaulay Culkin role Absolutely. in that movie. 100%. Like and, mom, or or Pesci or Stern or yeah, O'Hara like, or John Candy, like it's just too. Like I feel like they should just relaunch the movie, put a disclaimer on it that people used to drive Oldsmobiles, and go with it. Like, <laughs> like this, this is, is a period piece, exactly. <laughs> and just go. It's hilarious in its original form. And like I'm literally watching the preview, and the little kids like saying out like Becky I feel like I learn all these things about how they move movies along and the kids like I have to defend my house no one can get back to my house I'm like we don't really need that will they ever be able to do like the the video scene where he's like you know get out of here you filthy animal like that whole scene like they can't redo right that with the it old better. movies it's just gonna be lame you just YouTube like, clips or something I mean it, it, the whole thing is just a terrible idea why ruin something good so when I see something like this and I want to complain about it. I just text you all. So that's what I did. And well, as, it was serendipitous. As can happen if you text us about something, you might end up on the show, which you did right now. And I think that's the perfect lead in because I think sometimes these remakes are welcome. And I think your example of what men want versus what women want is a perfect example. Another remake and- that my daughters would weigh in on my daughters, we just watched Big with them and they liked Big. But my right, daughter that's said okay. she loved Little, the version of Little with Issa Rae, 
She mm. loved, and she said, I liked Little a lot more because it was more current. It was more for her age. It was more with the current. Well, it's a girl, speed. too, which is nice. Now, it's a classic for our generation, but I totally understand. Also, the older the older version is a little bit darker and we watched it with we watched it as grown-ups and Allie just wept through the whole movie because she was now watching it through the eyes of a parent whose kid went missing for six weeks so she just kept crying every time his mother was shown in the movie isn't like, it isn't it mercedes rule mercedes rule who so, also yeah, one of the other just, actresses that was played by our mom yeah, so, it so could have easily gonna, been played by our mom. I'm not going to say that Home Alone stands the test of time as like one of the greatest movies from our childhood, but I feel like it's pretty pristine as a great movie. Like, are we really going to see the remake of Goonies? They're probably remaking Goonies. Like, do we really need the remake no, of I don't Raiders think they of the Lost I, Ark? Like, those I, are movies that you shouldn't touch. I think Goonies, Back to the Future... And the original three Indiana Jones, although the second one is kind of meh, but the 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 original Indiana Jones aren't really being touched. They are making a fifth Indiana Jones. Maybe it'll make up for Kingdom of the Last of the Crystal Skull. But I, I don't think you're we should ever have Indiana Jones without Harrison Ford. I think that Han Solo movie proved that for us. <laughs> That's... So I guess that's my point. And I do have to, to jump off, guys, but I'll leave you with those thoughts. Like some things well, just shouldn't be messed with. Well, is there, I will say this before we go, Josh, is there a gender remake that you liked or loved or that, or one that you'd like to see? Because I, I like the example so, that my daughter gave of Little, that for her, that one played very well for her. So here, I'll steal shamelessly, and it won't be a gender remake, and maybe they, they've already done it, but like, uh, there was a fabulous Malcolm Gladwell podcast where, where they sort of revisit all the things that are wrong with The Little Mermaid. Like, I would love to see them remake mm. that with the proper ending without teaching people all the terrible lessons in that movie. Well, the original ending of The Little Mermaid, as Hans Christian Andersen um, uh, wrote it, the mermaid dies like yeah, she yeah. becomes so part of the ocean well, it's, you it's a much darker story yeah so I'm, I'm gonna plug the uh the malcolm gladwell podcast where they actually cast like meryl streep and other people to redo the ending as it properly should be um but like that's one where hey there's a real reason to redo it like if you actually go back into what all the messages are from the, the cartoon it's pretty terrible okay like, well maybe this new version that's coming will be better probably not <laughs> the same people that are doing that just remade Home Alone, or or just my <laughs> right, just my thinking, which is that certain stories can't be Ooh, saved. You're I'll not gonna you fix. One. You're not gonna fix Cinderella. You might not be able to fix Little Mermaid. Yep. You know, I'll not in the Disney one. way. So I didn't love. Yeah, the it's Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid's an uphill climb. But like, I I didn't love the new Ghostbusters movie, but I loved all those actresses, and it was fun. It felt like a different movie to me. Like that's fine. Well, I think that's the key with the with the remake, and this is the problem with Home Alone, is that they could have maybe done something with a gender swap, not just you know Ellie Kemper. It, it's not good enough just to move it to London. Um, didn't one of the Home Alones happen in another city, anyways? I think it, it's New York. In New York. No, New York. Right. Yeah. But so I think that like the, part of the major issue is. You're if you do something more, take it a step further, like Ghostbusters, change the whole cast, change it to women or people of color or something that's more current, then that's 
maybe a little bit better, but to home alone, there's just some things you can't touch. So, and Ghostbusters sadly wasn't great, but I, um, but I don't have think that was, seen... I don't think that was because they switched the genders of the characters. I no, no, no. The movie itself. Those, those people are perfect. Yeah. That's those, awesome. And those actresses are perfect. They're perfection. Yeah, this so is, the story was just kind of weird and the aesthetic was kind of weird, but right. Like, Every, and and, and it's not good enough and, and it's not good enough just to put like a few funny Chris Hensworth like I'm a dumb secretary scenes in like you, yeah. you need to really no, that, work my, that the script issue with more. that one is that it wasn't tied enough to the original property which is so beloved they should have I think they should have made it in the universe which is what the new one is supposed to be right so I, I think they should have made them they should have made it actually related to the original Ghostbusters that's my issue with that one it should should have been less about that. That's my issue with that one is that that one just the story wasn't good and or Ghostbustersy enough. But the everything um, okay. women so had wait, were, gonna, were the best part of that movie. Well, we still have Josh. I'm going to run down my list of gender reversal remakes. And I, I got like one I, minute before I one minute. Meeting, so. Okay, <laughs> quick and tell me if any of these were good for you. Okay. The one we're going to talk about specifically is He's All That this episode. I'm assuming you haven't seen that. The She's All That gender. I've seen reverse. She's All That, but not He's All okay. That. Well, so it's the same movie, just switched the gender of the main Where characters. someone puts glasses on and then takes them off and they're either... They have long hair. This guy glasses? has long hair. No, no he, he has long hair, hair and they cut his hair. They cut uh, his hair. Because like in the original, person. she just takes off her glasses off her and glasses. Glasses. she's a supermodel. Right, exactly. Um, okay, so we have Little, Ghostbusters, The Next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank, and the great... Um, Conrad, Chris Conrad, Conrad, who's now Conrad. obviously my Chris favorite actor, Conrad, that's right. <laughs> and and Mr. Miyagi, um, Overboard, Life of the Party with Melissa McCarthy is actually Back to School with Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield, no Oceans Eight, yeah, Oceans Eight with you know what? Kate Blanchett. I have literally watched none of these because okay, I wait, like wait, the wait. originals just fine. What 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 men want? The Hustle, which is uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Splash, which no one has seen yet because it's in production, but it's Jillian Bell and Tatum as the merman. So, <laughs> and Channing Tatum as the merman. I honestly, and Jillian Bell as Tom Hanks. <laughs> I think I'm I'm literally just not interested in remaking what were good movies like Dirty Rotten Scandals. I mean, that is an amazing movie. I definitely would like to see those two teamed up for Splash. So I'm willing I'm willing to entertain a remake if that's what if that's what you're throwing at me. Channing Tatum as a way of sending a Channing Tatum as a merman. I mean that's 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 uh that's good. That's so so we were gonna talk about the hustle and I think the hustle so Allie and I went to see the hustle because we love uh, Rebel Wilson. Josh, we thank you for us. coming. We love you. Josh, Bye, thank guys. you for joining the show. Thanks for having that me. Movie was that Down movie was brutal. That movie was brutal. Or whatever it is. See you guys. Sweet home, <laughs> Alabama home. <laughs> and the, so the hustle, I'll say, Allie and I went to the theater to see it. We love, oh no, was it Allie? No, I was, was it, with, it was me. It was, it was Lily. Lily and I went to yeah. see it and we got the the decadent popcorn. Remember? Yeah, the I fancy got that popcorn. Huge mix of Caramel yeah. and cheese popcorn, such that I think my kidneys and liver are still. I think afterwards, it. yeah, they were like stuck. Yeah, they together. They like stuck. fused. And together. I was <laughs> so excited to go to a movie. Yeah, and we went. I, I hated. Together. I hated every minute of that movie. And partway through it, I'm like, 
why is this just the same so as stories so familiar <laughs> familiar and then i realized it was just a remake of dirty rotten scoundrels with rebel and, wilson and anne hathaway and and you'd think that would be good but it was just a shot for shot remake and it was and it was awful not it was so great. bad it's, it's not great it was not great and um yeah, and I have to so say, bad. Oceans Oceans Eight was a huge disappointment as well. well see, right, guys? I, I, I thought was, that was a lot of fun. I didn't, I I didn't see it. I watched it with it the was kids. Not good. And we totally enjoyed it. I love all but those. Can actors. we get to the main topic at hand? Because I am very. You're nervous. Excited. We're not going to have time. You're nervous. Okay. 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 I'm going to let's. Right. Well, okay. Wait, let's so what, get wait, to the main topic, so but then I want to finish. What's our overall reaction so far about these? I think ultimately what it comes down to is, it's not. The gender swap is interesting. It's the execution that matters. Little is a really cool movie. That... I think it's the only one on this list that anybody liked. No, <laughs> Although I haven't seen know. What Men Want. I haven't what seen good what about Little. Here's what makes Little good. It's about... First of it, all, it, I did not like The Next Karate Kid. I saw it several times oh, as a kid. That's not fair, too. Okay, that's say Little. Fair. I like The Little Next Karate Kid. The Next Karate Kid take the general premise, yeah. switch the gender, but they also... Change up the, the story, story, and they yeah. yeah, they don't just do a different. And and the point about Ghostbusters was they changed the story; they just didn't change it well. But but the ones that are total exact remakes, like Overboard, were like a disaster. No, that that was the biggest piece. There's a f- there's the hustle, few movies I disaster. turn off. The the uh, Overboard with um, Anna Faris was unwatchable. The within the fifteen minutes for me. That movie was trash. I can't believe how bad that movie was. And that is a situation where it's not necessary to touch the, like, why don't we just make more movies with lead, uh, women leads or people of color leads or people of various sexual orientations or the LGBTQ community? Why do we have to make old movies that people, so people are comfortable and then they can see right. different Let's characters see more in movies their world? like Love, Simon. Or let's see right. a movie. Which plays with... on well, a genre it, that everybody it, knows and I mean, just has a different type of story. Right. And it has people dealing with things that you don't, with in a way that you don't normally see played out, right? Let's see it from someone uh, with uh, someone who's bi- non binary's perspective. Let's see it with someone who's trans's perspective. And, and let's see just a different story rather than like overboard, but the gender slip like was the worst. The worst. When, like, what when also that movie in the time that it was made, it, it is very problematic. Just because you switch the genders doesn't mean it's okay to treat someone that way. Like it, it's the whole thing is problematic. We all love it. It it gave us Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn I mean, as a forever as a couple. Result, but we don't Hudson. need like it. No, uh, Wyatt Russell. Wyatt, Wyatt Russell. No way. Um, so who's, who's Kate a, Hudson who's come from? Her first like. The father, oh. her husband. I don't know if they were married, but her like first oh. husband, I guess. Um, and Oliver Hudson, the brother. Um, but they call Kurt Russell Pa, I think, because he's oh. like their real dad. Anyways, the point is, outside of the Russell uh, Hudson Hudson family drama, I would say that movies that we love in the eighties that should not could not be made today should not and could not <laughs> like. Let's leave those stories there where they were problematic then and not good now. And we love them and they were made at a different time. Um, however, everybody's into a new splash with Jillian Bell and 
Channing yes. Tatum that needs to that yeah. needs to happen it just, for everyone. Just Channing Tatum is a um, merman. I mean, and it's interesting, gonna, how you can know, that not not work. What's interesting is that, that someone was work? saying, you know, you guys, the eighties are finally over. Redoing, I was reading this, redoing the eighties, harping on the eighties is finally over because now the nineties are the eighties in terms of the distance of time that we've had to them. So now, do you know what I mean? And so we're going to, the eighties are just going to become like what the seventies is, I guess, to us. And someone was like, oh, thank God we're finally done with the eighties. And I felt like personally attacked, number one. And number two, the nineties, while it has some really great things, I just, you know, we were, look how many great eighties movies they had, they tried to redo. If we've got, he's all that and and talking about he's all that, we can, on in 60 seconds, we're going to get a remake. Just saying, we could discuss a little um, '80s homage moment at the end, or not? Om- yeah, '80s okay. homage moment. All at right, the end so Shine, you can just guess what we're talking about because you didn't see it, but you'll you'll okay. know enough. I don't okay. think so. See it to have talked about the movie, if that helps. No, you don't need I, to see I, it. I completely know everything that happened in this movie without having had to see it. Don't worry. Go okay. So my question for Becky is: Is Becky like an interview for Becky? Does this, we're going to kind of go rapid fire here. Does this remake work? Yes or no? Yes. 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 Hard okay. yes. Hard yes. Um, they reversed the gender and changed the motive to make it less disgusting. So they recognized clearly. What was the motive in the first one? The motive is that he has to, he get, takes a bet for it's Matthew just, Lillard. It's, well, it's still a bet. Oh. Of course it's for Matthew True. Lillard. Oh no. You know what they did in this back. one, which is, which is. Her okay, college. So what they do in this one. I don't, I the bed like in the other one, I don't think has like a their, altruist their little, um, They're, you know, I don't know what the correct term would be, but their version of like um, making everything okay, you know, giving it the right excuses that as long as it's for college, all behavior is excusable. Well, so there were the some old, very like key words that like, like right. key search so, words that they so, plugged into this movie. Right. So it, and one um, was college. So the reason she's an influencer and she needs the sponsorship money is because it's for college. She's not an influencer because she's shallow. She's an influencer because she needs the money for college. You know, so she loses her sponsorship. Needs to get her sponsors back because she loses it's for her sponsorship college. and her flo- her followers because she reacts poorly when she finds her boyfriend cheating on her and has a snot bubble. Which, by the way, it, they somewhat touch on the double standards for what she's, you know, the way people treat her in the incident versus the versus the the guy. But um, uh, it's nice that, that they touch on it, but that's definitely, um, what are you going to say? Like, um, it's definitely like skimmed over. The fact that the, the double standards yeah. of what she's being held to is a young woman versus versus a young, a young Anyways, guy. Anyways, so she loses her sponsorship and has to get it back. And the way that she's going to get it back is by making over a loser into a prong king. That's going to get her lots of followers again. And her Kourtney Kardashian fake company sponsor will get her back. And she'll be able to pay for college because she's poor. But she's pretending to be rich. So they give her much more reason for doing this than they ever did in um, the original movie. Which that was interesting. Okay. Why does Rachel Lee Cook whisper talk? 
Oh, that's what you're saying. But she's always whisper talk. Like, like when she's talking. I love Rachel Lee. She always and whisper talks. Even she when she's on talks. sex, she whisper talks. That's even how in, she talks. Even she's in a Josie talker. and the Pussycats. She's a whisper talker. Is she whisper talking? Can we talk have some more Rachel Lee Cook? Which I have to say, I thought Rachel Lee Cook was great in this movie. I thought Wait, she was adorable. Wait, she's in the new movie? Yeah, she, she plays, plays the mom. mom. Wait, is it the same character? I wish no. it was. I don't know why it's they didn't not, lean in. They didn't make it the same character. I don't know they why. Just made her her mom. Maybe they don't they just... have the property rights or something. I don't see why they didn't. But it was <laughs> it was it was it was actually a really cute casting choice to have her back in it because she is doing a wink to the audience. And Matthew yeah, Lillard has Matthew a cameo Lillard in it. And it's a great um it's well, a he's great the principal's cameo. voice throughout the whole movie oh, yeah. the, when he's talking in the school. Um, okay, so she's great. I'm glad she was in it. I think if you're gonna do a remake like that, it's it's nice to get somebody from the previous movie if you can to to make a cameo. Yeah, you have her buying, so, which helps. So you know how they say that the costumes can be a character in a movie, right? So <laughs> that's, the that's usually something guy, that aggravates me a lot. Right. So the makeup in this movie, shy, is the other main character. There is so much makeup on these children. That I have to ask, is this based in reality? Do teenagers wear this much makeup? Is this real? I don't, know, I don't have a teenager. I don't know. We need to ask like the, the ether. I, it, because the it, amount of makeup gonna, on these kids, I cannot believe it. It felt like their skin was going to suffocate and they would die. But are they, is it so because they're like makeup YouTubers? Because that's a thing. Yes, yes. Part of it is they do do a, a lot of she's tutorials. A, she's a makeover YouTube, um, makeover Instagram TikToker influencer. But so she needs they, to wear a lot. They, uh, when she's having idea is that she's wearing so much makeup throughout the movie, and then when she finally learns to accept herself, then she. Doesn't still wear wears as makeup. Much makeup no, she Apple still wears a lot of makeup. She's a ton of makeup. She's just wearing more neutral tones than like bright red but lipstick. She's having shy this like her first intimate moment with the loser guy. Who's the kid from Karate? The the Cobra Kai show. Robbie from the Cobra Kai show. Who does martial arts in the Wait, movie? Robbie is the loser. Robbie. Exactly. Yeah, they make him. They paint his face white to make him look very pale. They make his hair look very dirty. And they I mean, put good for um, that guy that he's a beanie on his head, like a like a ski hat on his head. <laughs> a toque, a toque, a toque. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. They put a toque. When we were kids, the nerds were Anthony Michael Hall. That's a nerd. No, no. no, no, no this no, no, guy no. at high school. When we were in high school, this character would have been by far the most popular kid. Like more popular than Ariel Helwani. Oh yeah, he and Ariel Helwani is pretty, pretty popular. popular. But like, if you just get a, if you can just look at a snapshot of what he looks like during this movie, you you're be, you're watching this from our age group, and you're like, wait, he is the popular kid. What does she have to make over? But I th I think you'd appreciate they're in there like having their like first intimate kind of moment, and he shows her his dark room, and she he goes, I got this dark room for my 14th birthday, and my favorite line is she goes, oh my god, you've been taking pictures your whole life. Like he's 18. <laughs> so I thought that line was so good. Whoever wrote it knew what they were doing. Because that's so that's funny. Crazy. That's what I think about this movie. I think the adults making knew. this. They had to know. So because there is also, at the camera in this movie. I think there so. Is. Because and he I goes to wipe off. He takes like a dirty cloth. And he goes to wipe off her makeup. Being like, you don't need this lipstick. 
and you don't need this like foundation or whatever. And then he goes to pull off her like fake eyelashes. And she's like, no, 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 no. Those are glued on very tight. Please don't rip them off. <laughs> so, so I think it is a wink wink. I think the, the adult knew, knew what was going okay. on. All right. It. Next, next question. Becky, should all movies have a five minute dance off at the end? absolutely not and the only reason this is acceptable in this movie is because it is a remake of she's all that which has a completely unexplained choreographed dance scene and at least they make this a dance off like a competition at the end so they try to actually give it a little bit more reason to context but the reason again that it is acceptable is because you have matthew lillard just going i don't know why this is a thing but these kids have decided it's a thing, so we're going to do this. Well, I mean, so dance-offs are a great movie convention, so I don't think a dance-off is inappropriate ever. You haven't watched this dance There's a lot of um, arm dancing in this dance-off. <laughs> There's also, an exceptional like, amount of dancing so like, with their... Okay, yes, Chai, that's one of the moves okay, that is often repeated. In, There's a lot of flailing of in arms. break-in and break-in to Electric Boogaloo when there are dance-offs. There's clearly rivaling dance groups, each with their moves, and they take turns, and they get up in each other's faces. Yeah. This war, is a dance-off that could have only happened the way it did because they choreographed it together as a single team. Because the interdancing moves... Well, Make have you no seen sense in a dance the off. high school, the musical, the mu- the movie musical? No, my no. kids are still too young, <laughs> and I'm but I'm still too old. There's a lot of <laughs> just come over to my house. Also, I think the movies are actually called High School Musical, which I don't understand at all. Not There's high no school. The, the mu- my kids get so mad at me. I call it the High School, the musical, the movie, and they get very mad. High but school. It's just musical. High School Musical. Why? A high because it's like a high school musical that you'd go see. And why like is it high school, called the like high gen- school musical or the because it's a musical? It's just called high school musical, right? So like Counting Crows is Counting Crows, not the Counting Crows. Not yeah. Counting the Crows either. <laughs> All right, fair. Never okay, last. Most. Okay, last one. Should all <laughs> movies have? Should all movies have bloopers? Because this movie yes, ends with bloopers. Yes, all movies I should mean, have bloopers and epilogues. Not enough. All comedies have bloopers. I don't think Denial should have had bloopers. No, but... I mean, but it, <laughs> should, it may be... And but it maybe it should have. All here's the problem with here's the problem I have with bloopers, and I do love bloopers. And mom, and just just think of mom sitting on the couch yes, giggling absolutely. while she watches bloopers. Who doesn't and, want a blooper reel? And mom saying, though, and this is a real deep comment though when you think about it. And mom saying, "This is the best part of the movie." Mm-hmm. If it is Make a better movie, then you do have. But then sometimes though, you think about that, and you're like, ugh. This movie really. Why did I sit? Should have just fast forwarded to the end. <laughs> yeah, why did I sit through this movie? All right, all right. Because so, old school has bloopers, right? And they're hilarious, but the movie's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough challenge to have your yeah. movie stand up above and beyond the, the blooper reel. Uh, the movie, what's a, that movie that we love, Lost and Found, with David Spade? Has oh, that? Love that movie. Has that random musical? It's it's a it's like a musical end. blooper scene, yeah, yeah where like they basically bloopers in the heart for a while, like in at the end of um is it something about Mary. Bring it on. Oh, bring it on. Yeah. Um, yeah. That in in Lost and Found, it's Groove is in the heart, whatever that yeah. song I is. Think it's Oh Mickey and uh, Bring It On. 
Yeah. So, I mean, again, a fantastic 90s. No. Bring It On. That's so good. Don't remake Bring It On. That movie is... Oh, they will. Oh, I feel like it don't has been remade. Remade. I have. twice. I bet don't if you did the research, it's been remade. Or do remake Lost and Founds with the same cast. Let's just have a sequel. Sophie Marceau and David Spade. <laughs> David Spade now. The most, yeah. real, the most realistic couple to ever as grace our screens. As long as there is a Neil Diamond sing-along scene with I mean, Martin I'm Sheen. happy. You know, you know what I need to be happy so, in a movie. My general feelings about she's all that, he's all that, is much better than the original. I actually am not a fan of the original. I think this yeah, one's much the better. The original's pretty gross. This I one's would not qualify this as a rent. I'm not like going bananas over it, but it was like a solid Netflix one-time renter. Um, and, you know, the the young woman that played Paget is Addison not... Addison Ray Is not... Particularly memorable. Her name is Paget. Paget. That is the name of the character. Well, Paget Brewster is a pretty cool comedian, so that's kind of neat. I didn't know that was a name. She wasn't like, she wasn't, she was fine. Like, she was fine. She was fine. There's things I really liked about her as the choice for the lead, and there were things that I were like, less enthusiastic about but i would say it worked within the context of the movie and the rest of the cast was really great um and uh it is like a solid fun rent and i give this an approval as far as a gender swap remake this is this does get a um a, a becky corman Endorsement. I agree. Endorsement for a remake. All right. All right. Hardly going to be the buy of the week, but it is. No. But this is. But all right. That, but I, once I, I get you guys to see my Rex for this week, we might have a new buy coming I, I'm, up. I'm very excited to see I'm the movies very excited. That for this week. All right. Let's let's okay. shuffle on over to let's, our. Oh, 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 go ahead. Okay, I thought I was hosting it. That's fine. No, no. Keep hosting. Keep hosting. Sorry. I thought you wanted me to take the end, but we're not at the end, I guess. Go ahead. No, we're not. Let's not shuffle. Let's boogie on over. Let's dance off on over, if you will. Let's dance on. Well, we're having our dance off right now for who's in charge of this podcast. Go ahead, Lou. Episode. I guess Let's you dance did the choreographed off. hand moves first. Yeah, the uh, dance arms. And uh, what you been watching, Shay? I have. So we had a little staycation with the fam. Stayed in a little. Took a night at a hotel, rocking those points. All those points we've been racking up from two years living at home. And uh, we stayed down by the wharf in Washington, D.C., the Southwest Waterfront, which our, which our kids love, and just walked around and sat in the hotel and watched movies. It was really an ideal vacation for me. And we watched a ton of Parks and Rec, which we've been watching with the kids lately, which they love, which has been an amazing experience. They're learning about leadership and government and the growth of characters and it's been an amazing journey and it's also hilarious they're laughing so hard and so that's been amazing also a lot of bob's burgers and then in terms of movies we watched free guy which i think becky watched also and i gave oh yeah free... i forgot i watched that one too that was free guy was week. a was a middle ranged rent i have to, I have to catch I, that up i would that, say we're gonna do an episode about that right yeah I would say my main takeaway from Free Guy is that Ryan Reynolds wears a Henley throughout the film, and my wife bought me some Henleys from uh, the the what's it called um, t-shirt company. The store? That no, it's the it's the company Fresh Clean Teas, which is 
a t-shirt company for like dad bods, but it still makes you look good in your shirt. And uh, and uh, Becky and Vlad thought I looked good in the in the Henley. So I, I will thank Free Guy for inspiring me to dress in clothes my wife bought me. So that was my main positive takeaway from that movie. And it just mostly made me want to watch Tron again. And then Adam's Family 2. I really love the first Adam's Family animated movie. The second one with a voice cast that is so amazing. Oscar Isaac, Nick Kroll, Charlize Theron. Wow. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz and Wallace Shawn. It was the worst story. It, I, oh, it, it no. was story. It was, it's it just, you, I mean, come on. Like, how can you, how can you just blow story? But I guess they, they just weren't trying, I guess. I don't know. It was just seemed like off the shelf, dopey animated film kind of stuff that they could, it's the Adams family. It's a really rich, funny, dark property. And, they didn't even like Hotel Transylvania, which is also a kind of a dark, funny property in three movies actually got better and better with each movie. And this one was just so stupid and I'm really bummed. But the, the voice cast is really funny. And in that sense, it was fun and fun to watch the kids. But even our kids were like, they were like, what is this plot? They like, what is going on here? Um, so annoying then, when they screw the pooch like that. And then I'll say there were three shows that had seasons that kept me like I was wondering where things were going to go based on the quality of the seasons for different reasons that all had phenomenal finales heels because it was a new show and I wanted it to be good, but just wasn't sure how good it was going to be. The season one finale was fantastic and stars better not blow this. I can't wait to watch. They better renew this show and people should watch it. It is a lot of fun. I really think this is a terrific, cool show with great acting. Stephen Amell and uh, the rest of the cast is really, really good. Kelly Berglund is the breakout star of that show. She plays Crystal. Um, she is the MVP of that show, and people really should get on that show. Billion season finale was out of this world, and I'm not going to say anything else about it. And Ted Lasso season finale was fantastic, and what I thought was a season that was all over the place, really it makes a lot more sense because they had already already renewed it for season three when they made season two. And season, the end of season two really reminds you that like, oh, they've really been just setting up a lot for season three. And I thought the season two finale was just fantastic. And so because it's almost like an Empire Strikes Back, like it's really just like leaves you wanting more, but also brings together all of the threads. So those three season finales were just mm, that's how you do. That's how you end a season. Um, really satisfying. And I, the next one I have to finish is Only Murders in the Building, which I can only hope has as good a season finale so waiting waiting to watch that one soon all right so i also had i mean i don't think anyone could ever have as big of a week as shy when it comes to watching stuff no <laughs> becky i have to they say did a really good job becky though. is my mvp of the week <laughs> when it comes to so, watching things i, I did watch my hat to you becky free guy i did watch free guy first uh, I also finally, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of like going back and I mean, I, I've been watching great, Brit- the new, the new season of great British baking, which is a couple episodes are out. It's re- being released week by week. I just always highly recommend that I, for most people, they watch it and it's to like bring the stress levels down, calm down at the end of the day. I watch it like it's a full contact sport. So if you're going to watch Great British Baking with me. Get ready for me to be shouting at the TV and throwing things. 
Um, I <laughs> also, as we discussed, he's all that. One point on he's all that we didn't get to though, Lily, was the incredible product placement, which is beyond hilarious throughout the whole uh, movie. Ooh, it, yeah, this this, this movie paid for itself of any particular brand. Road, what? Any particular brand? KFC, Pizza Hut, Old Navy. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's really funny. There's like funny stuff like that. There's a lot. The cars and, that they drive, it's a lot. It's so much. Um, and then I got to watch. I had I had my own little night away to myself to just like re recharge the battery. Becky staycationed on the other side of town. I staycationed on the other side of town. Um, and I watched back to back. I watched part one and part two of this horror comedy called the babysitter it stars samara weaving samara weaving samara 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 weaving depends if you're from montreal it's samara but if it's who we love from ready or not and i first saw her in ready or not which was a horror comedy and was reminded reminded well i don't like horror i do love horror comedy so this is fantastic horror comedy it stars samara weaving robbie amels in it who we love from upload um, Ken Marino, brother of Stephen Amell from here. Brother of Stephen Amell. Ken Marino is in it. He's so funny as always. He's so funny. And then the woman that plays his wife, I looked up her name. I, you will recognize her face from so many stuff. The actress is Leslie Bibb. She's very funny as well. Oh, she's got like a bunch of other actors. Bella Thorne is in it. What is, who is Bella Thorne? Is she a singer or an actor? Both? She's a Disney star that Disney. then became... A, a more star. like controversial figure, kind of okay, like Miley okay. Cyrus. Well, then this is a great. Then this Disney is like a great part and, for her. Yeah. And then um, she was blamed for bringing down the whole fan thing. Only fans, what is that? She, you should only watch that, that Hulu documentary on OnlyFans. Is really interesting. It's her yeah, fault. it's not nice. No, it's not her fault. She her. joined I mean, it nice. as a celebrity. It's and not her fault. Notoriety, but also the argument is made that she kind of took away from the original creators. It's kind of like when celebrities go and start podcasts. It helps raise the notoriety okay, well, of podcasts. Okay, well, she's but... in this movie. And then, and all of these characters um, appear in the, well, I don't want to, you know what, I don't want to ruin it, but okay. let's just say, yeah. And then, and then Hannah May Lee is in it, and she, we know her from Pitch Perfect, and she, I she think she's also in Patriot. She plays the puppeteer. Ah, in Patriot. Yes. She's great. She's so funny as always. Um, so this is, it was so, and then the, the main character who I'd never seen before, but he's in both. He, he's great is that he plays the same, you know, he's in both movies and he's, he's like a little kid in the first one. He's like 12 or 13. And then it's a, the sequel takes place a few years later. So now he's in high school and it's great that it's the same actor, this kid, Judah Lewis, who was great. And I love the, mo- the first one is really something special. And I have to say, as far as the sequel goes, I think it really does hold up as uh, a sequel that delivers. Awesome. I, I definitely liked it. I'm curious for you to see it so we could talk about the ending of the sequel. I will um, I will watch these. But um, I definitely it they're both on Netflix and so much fun if you if you like that sort of thing. And especially I, I don't think I think Ready or Not is still a a better crafted film, but these were really, really strong. So that's what I've got. Am I forgetting anything? Cool. Oh, I started Money Heist. Ugh. Ugh, that first episode of the new season. Oof. I bled it. I, I barely made it sell. through that. Made it, sell. I think sell. I got to sell. I just can't imagine where it's going to go from here. So, 
Yeah. All right, Lil. Um, so I thought I had a busy week and then I hung out with you guys. So um I managed to watch A Quiet Place 2, which I highly recommend. Um, I think it's really difficult to do sequels. It's nearly impossible to do them well. And I think Bravo Krasinski, I think he did a great job. Um, I thought it was a fantastic sequel. I'm not, it's a solid rant. And like in these, in these times, what more do you want than a solid rant? Um, yeah, I don't think I would buy it because I don't need to see it many times, but that's just, you know, semantics at this point. Then we watched um, The Guilty on Netflix, which is the new Antoine Fuqua movie um, with Jake Gyllenhaal. It, um, I'm curious what other people think about this movie. He's a fantastic actor. He's amazing. He can do anything. But I think the themes, there's a sort of a sneaky twist at the end, which is is a pretty good twist. You kind of, I, I mean, I could see it coming, but um the themes though around the movie in the movie kind of are heavy and then they really hit you over the head. Um, I know in training day, the stuff is kind of like pushed in your face, but in a really good way, in a really sort of like shock therapy way, this just feels a bit heavy handed and maybe, I don't want to say lazy, but sort of like forced way. Um, but if it's a, it's a suspense kind of political, like with, with like interesting themes movie, if you're into something like that, um, not the best movie ever, but I think it's a renter. Um, then we watched a Spanish series of, um, six episodes, a mini series, I guess, or some, or it'll have multiple seasons of S Spanish Nazi hunters in the, Sixty in nineteen sixty-two, kept trying to capture a um, like Nazis that are hiding from the war, specifically a doctor um, who is hiding in Spain. It was very Tarantino-ish. It was pretty good. I would just say that it was a bit odd that there's very little talk of Jewish people. <laughs> so. To watch a World War post-World War II Nazi hunting movie, and they the people were in concentration camps. But and it, I, it is important to talk about the stories of people that there were a lot of people that were killed and you know and tortured and in concentration camps that weren't Jewish. But it just there was something about it that was a bit weird to me that not much of that came up, except like when there was one rant about somebody being like, well, the Spaniards were stronger than the Jews. They weren't afraid or something. <laughs> I was like, wait, what is, what is happening here? Little that was a little bit weird on the message. Um, but I, I guess they, they're playing to their audience. I, I don't know. Um, it was an interesting story. Not sure I can fully recommend it though. And then I know I'm supposed to watch Billions and Heels and all these amazing things that Chai and I watch that we can chit chat about together. But I couldn't resist and I started Sex Education season three. And I am right. so Pretty impressed great. with it. It is so good so far. I'm now very nervous. How could they possibly make a season four? And I'm worried it's going to be like those British shows where they only do three seasons and they quit. I'm like, please don't stop. I've been on the show from day one. I love it. I think there's no cast out there that's this diverse. And I think that's so important. So um, it's pretty awesome. That's mine. Shy, will you take us to the outro? 
Taking it home. Lily, where can people follow you? Lily, I asked, I'm taking us home. Where can, you can follow Lily at Chichi K. Gomez. That's C-H-I-C-H-I-K and the letter K. I mean K, just the letter K, Gomez. On Twitter, uh, G-O-M-E-Z is the Gomez part. Becky, where can people follow you? At Paper BK Princess. Lily can't seem to hear anyone because Lily is doing this on Mozilla Firefox along with uh, the elderly. (laughs) (laughs) So I heard something about me and the elderly. (laughs) And uh, while the rest of us use Chrome. And uh, (laughs) you can follow me at Pancake for Table. That's Pancake and the number four table. You can follow all of us at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. Check our show notes for the organizations we are supporting and join us on October 22nd through 24th at Baltimore Comic Con at the Baltimore Convention Center. We are going to be with at a tray you. <laughs> right, exactly. Noah Hathaway apparently is going to be there too. And we are going to be right by the cosplay costume contest sign up. That is where. Our booth is going to be, which is amazing. So you can come. There's going to be tons of swag and merch. And there is going to be opportunity to be on the show and come and join us. And with that, the theme music will kick in. And uh, thank you for being here. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, guys.